Do grandparents have rights of contact or time sharing with their grandchildren in Florida? We're talking about legal rights. We're gonna talk about are there other options other than trying to seek legal rights? And hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. So everyone's probably heard that grandparents do not have any legal rights with regard to forcing time sharing or contact with their grandchildren against the wishes of their grandchildren's parents. So what are some options here? Because you can't sue directly for grandparents' visitation, contact, or time sharing rights. So number one, the most obvious, the best, if you have a decent relationship with your son or daughter, then seek to get time-sharing during their time-sharing or contact rights as awarded by the court. Now, if they are estranged, you don't have a good relationship with them, you can try to resolve that by offering perhaps to help out with private school tuition for your grandchildren um, to buy them clothes, um, pay for some meals, do something to get back in good with your adult son or daughter. Um, if of course their ex is not allowing you to have any time sharing. So that doesn't require any legal intervention. It wouldn't cost you uh, to pay attorney's fees. You can weigh that how much you would have to pay an attorney to try to get something done versus just paying something that's gonna directly benefit your grandchildren. So number one, try to get that worked out with your own son or daughter to see your grandchildren. Number two, maybe a little bit more difficult. Of course, it depends on the circumstances, but try to seek to improve the relationship with your son or daughter's ex in order to get time with your grandchildren. It may take a load off them. You may offer to be free babysitting, um, well, or childcare, depending on the age of the children, of course. Again, you can offer to pay for some private school tuition, maybe some daycare expenses, meals, clothes, whatever. Um, it's a much better expense or investment than necessarily paying for an attorney, okay? So number three, um, if you believe that your son or daughter and or their ex spouse or significant other, um, the other parent are either unfit, abusive, neglectful, have abandoned the children, then you can seek intervention through DCF and you can make that allegation of abuse or neglect or abandonment and then DCF can come in. And if, they, if DCF determines that the children are at risk, the uh, DCF can take them into um, either foster care, but that's not what you want. You wanna offer as part of the case plan to offer that you will take care, as the grandparents, you will take care of uh, your grandchildren and you'll have a significant advantage over anyone else if DCF determines, again, that um, 
either or both of the parents have been uh, neglectful, abusive, or have abandoned uh, the children. I'm gonna say that's a difficult road and you're kind of in the system at that point and DCF can be incredibly slow, uh, difficult to work with. You don't have anybody there that's really giving you much if in the way of information of what's going on in the case. So um, it has to be very egregious really for DCF to get involved. And um, you can, yes, retain counsel to assist you through the process and navigating the whole DCF uh, labyrinth um, to get to the case plan that gives you that um, time with your grandchildren, but again, very difficult. All right, the next uh, fourth option is um, a private guardianship where you try, well, you, you're gonna need counsel for this most likely to go to the court um, rather than directly through DCF and ask the court to make a finding that uh, the parents have either abandoned or, uh, the children or uh, abusive or neglectful. But then DCF would likely get involved and you might be back into the DCF system. So that, that avenue can be difficult depending on uh, the circumstances in your case, uh, how egregious um, the situation is, who the judge is. There's just a lot of different factors that go into that. So finally, there's something called, um, your fifth option is a chapter 751 guardianship. It's a temporary guardianship by extended family member. So um, I do that a lot for legal aid cases, um, some for private, cases, but that's typically where uh, mom and dad um, are either out, out of touch, you know, I'm sorry, but they're, you know, on the streets, uh, on drugs, in jail, even sometimes have already uh, passed away and nobody's really there to take care of the children. Um, one of the parents or both of they're both still available um, can give a consent for you to have a temporary guardianship of the children, of the grandchildren, uh, for a period of time while the parents are getting back on their feet. It's not a real expensive process. It's a fairly straightforward process. Judges love it because it's better for the grandchildren to be with their grandparents rather than to be in the foster care system or somehow in the DCF system. So those are the five options of those five. I'm really a believer that if you can work things out with your son or daughter to see your grandchildren or with uh, the ex, um, and you can kind of navigate that, um, you can get advice of an attorney in your specific situation, what might be the best course for you to take uh, under your particular circumstances but those are generally the five ways that I would recommend that you try to gain time with your grandchildren, okay? So even though Florida law does not recognize grandparents' rights to sue for in state uh, court, um, there are these other options. All right, I hope this has been helpful. Hope you've enjoyed this. Please, um, if you found value in it, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Leave me a comment if you have a question or um, 
even a topic for a future video. This was, uh, this video came from a comment or a topic that was left by um, a viewer. So thanks so much and have a great day.